Hello, fellow rebel capitals. Hope you're well. This in the news, the global elite, the BIS, the Bank of International Settlements, has revealed their new CBDC project. The name, and I'm not making this up, is Project Icebreaker. I mean, for those of you who believe that we are living in the matrix, this should be all the proof you need. <laughs> I mean, code name Icebreaker? I was just sitting there telling Josh that if the BIS called me up and said, hey, George, we need you to think of a name for our new CBDC project, and it needs to be as sinister as you can make it. It needs to be something straight out of a James Bond movie. I would say icebreaker. Just name it that because that's exactly what you're doing. You're breaking the ice. You're opening up the conversation. You're making the, the the population of the world receptive to this new concept of a CBDC, which we know is just a Trojan horse, to be able to micromanage the 8 billion people that are on this planet. We're going to get right into a video from the BIS that describes their new project, Icebreaker. Before we get to that, I want to remind all of you to get your tickets to rebelcapitalistlive.com ASAP. Because we're going to be talking about how you can protect your wealth, how you can build wealth and thrive, but probably more importantly, how you can set up your life to avoid getting caught up in this Orwellian nightmare that is a central bank digital currency that is rolling out in real time right in front of our eyes. But let's get over to this video. I mean, this is going to completely blow your mind. It's about a four-minute video. I'm going to play. I'm going to play it in double time here, and I'm going to make comments on it. Because basically what they say is just emphasizing or reiterating exactly what we have been talking about on this channel. I mean, you got to give them credit. They don't hide this stuff. They, it, it's right out in plain day for anyone who is willing to pay attention. Here we go. Project Icebreaker. Again, right from their YouTube channel. So here they're talking about all these problems that this gal is trying to wire money across the world to this guy, and she's having all of these problems because it's so inefficient. And, of course, they're going to come right in and say the solution to this problem is a central bank digital currency. Let's check it out. Countries, the development of central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. And another thing that I'd tell their PR department is, listen, if you don't want the world to see you, as evil James Bond characters. Number one, don't name it Icebreaker. And number two, don't use some gal with a English accent that sounds like she, she is straight out of the movie Goldfinger, for heaven's sakes. Jeez. And the underlying technologies that can be used could offer a solution. CBDCs used between consumers and merchants are known as retail CBDCs. Retail CBDCs could offer advantages such as faster transactions, more competition in payments, lower risks, and safety in the form of central bank money. There you go, guys. It's the same old story over and over and over again throughout the entire history of the human race. All they want you to do is sacrifice a little bit of freedom. You won't even notice it's gone. And what will give you is safety and security. You're just doing a deal with the devil, but you just don't know it but it feels so good and it helps you sleep well at night. Countries around the world are researching and experimenting with retail CBDCs with many pilots underway. The central banks of Israel, Norway and Sweden have joined forces with the BIS Innovation Hub Nordic Center in Project Icebreaker, which aims to explore how retail CBDC systems can be linked together to enable efficient international payments. 
Project Icebreaker is exploring a specific model linking national retail CBDC systems together. The Icebreaker hub routes payments and allows national CBDC systems to talk to each other, despite being based on different technologies. In this project, different distributed ledger technologies use... Different what? Distributed ledger technologies. Hopefully you guys pick that up. So what have I been saying nonstop till I'm blue in the face? That a, a CBDC, the fundamentals, the, the, the way the mechanics work, the plumbing, is simply, or, or any, the, the global monetary system, for heaven's sakes, in fact, money as you know it, is nothing but a network of ledgers. That's it. It's just a network of Excel spreadsheets. And those Excel spreadsheets have to match up. And there's just little numbers in those Excel spreadsheet, whatever number that's in that Excel spreadsheet, well, that's how much money you have. So when we talk about a central bank digital currency, as I say, we're not really talking about a CBDC. In fact, I had a different acronym for it. I called it a central bank ledger system and software. When I initially said that, I'm sure most of you thought, huh, George, what are you talking about? A central bank ledger system and software? I, I, don't, I don't get it. Now it should be crystal clear. You see, they're talking about how are they going to make these payments safe? How are they going to make settlement fast? They're going to consolidate all of the ledgers, all the bank ledgers in the network, all the bank ledgers in the shadow, all the bank ledgers, these correspondent banking relationships, and they're going to consolidate them all onto one balance sheet. That's going to be the central banks. All of these features that they talk about, that's how they do it. <laughs> that's how they do it. It's everyone. All the entities involved have accounts at the central bank. Therefore, everything can settle in real time. You don't need the correspondent banking relationship. And settlement is final. Therefore, it's quote unquote safe. You see, this they're just restating exactly what we have been talking about on this channel for the last two years, for heaven's sakes. What I've been talking about since I really started YouTube. And I just, I can't, and the reason I get so emphatic about it is I just can't believe the average Joe and Jane has not woken up to this. It's, it's just staggering right here on YouTube. Let's keep going. Used by each country for their proof of concept CBDC systems were connected to the icebreaker hub. Let's see how this works. Say Alice in Stockholm wants to send money to Noah in Tel Aviv to pay for a camera she bought online. When she enters Noah's payment address and the amount into her mobile app, the Icebreaker Hub helps her find the best available exchange rate. This is what is the Icebreaker Hub? What, what is that? It, 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 well, they don't say specifically here, but I almost guarantee you that the Icebreaker Hub is basically FedNow that's set up by the IMF or the Bank of International Settlements. It's a completely global, centralized clearinghouse. That's what Icebreaker Hub is or is going to be. And then that just links to the central banks. And then all of the entities within that country have accounts at the central banks. This is, they're, they're just giving you the, the blueprints right here, guys. It's calculated from the rates foreign exchange providers submit to the Icebreaker Hub. Alice's payment is then broken down into two payments, one in Swedish e-krona to a foreign exchange provider in Sweden and another in Israeli digital shekels from the foreign exchange provider in Israel to NOAA. These two payments are coordinated using a form of digital escrow known as a hash time locked contract HTLC the payment from Alice to the foreign exchange provider will only be released if the foreign exchange provider has paid NOAA if no foreign exchange provider can exchange Swedish e-krona for Israeli digital shekels the icebreaker hub will find a bridge currency I want you to notice during we've, we've played two or three minutes of this video have you once heard them talk about some different form of currency some programmable money have you heard them talk about that once answer no why because a central bank digital currency isn't some other money. It's not some, it's not Fed coin. It's not icebreaker coin or BIS coin. 
It's simply when you consolidate those ledgers. That's why every single thing they're talking about here is taking those Excel spreadsheets and moving them into one Excel spreadsheet that is controlled by the central planners and the authoritarians. They're sitting here talking about an escrow system. Okay, how would that be done? Easy. It's because the software, the Excel spreadsheet, is programmable. It's not a different money. It's not, all money is are just digits, for heaven's sakes. So that's what we need to focus on, not CBDC, FedCore. I can't even believe they're calling it CBDC. It's got such a bad rap. They're not going to call it something else. They're just going to say, oh, here we go. Now you can take your Norwegian kroner and you can transfer it straight into Chinese yuan or, or Israeli, whatever their currency is there. And you don't even need to think about it. You just do it through this app. Just go right through the icebreaker hub. See, it's not a different currency. It's just a different ledger system. And that's how they, because the ledger is consolidated all onto one, that the central planners control, that's how they know all the transactions. They can't do that with some other form of money in and of itself. And then what would have to happen is all of the entity, all the businesses involved would have to change their software so it's compatible with the new ledger network or, or lack there or one ledger, I guess I should say. That's how they do this. Everybody has an account at their local central bank. The central banks talk to each other via the icebreaker hub, which is controlled by the central planners, global elite, fill in the blank. For example, Norwegian krona that can be exchanged for both Swedish e-krona and Israeli digital shekels, and will use that to bridge the gap. Swedish e-krona are exchanged for Norwegian krona, which is in turn exchanged for Israeli digital shekels. The hub will always choose the payment path that is cheapest for the payer. The benefits of the model demonstrated in the project are, it enables cross-border interoperability, allowing systems with different technologies to talk to each other in a standardized way. And how can they do that? Hello? Because it's all on one ledger. Everyone has an account at the central bank. <laughs> That's the only way you could do this stuff. It reduces settlement and counterparty risk by the use of coordinated payments in central bank money. It allows increased competition and choice. By how? But what did they just say? By central bank money. In other words, bank reserves. They already have the digital kroner or the digital dollar or the digital yuan or the digital root. They already have it. It's called bank reserves at the central bank. So once you give everyone an account there, now they have access to that central bank money. It's called a bank reserve. It's for consumers by decoupling payers from specific foreign exchange providers, as well as through the use of bridge currencies. It helps reduce costs. It helps achieve increased cross-border reach. It is scalable, easily connecting the systems of many countries. It is fast. Transactions take just seconds to complete. And CBDC does not need to leave a national CBDC system. Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you are well. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession, maybe even worse? Do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis? We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them. It's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you 
the rebel capitalist finds solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalists Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event that's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond, go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. CBDC does not need to leave a national CBDC system. So what they're saying there is all the ledgers are consolidated into one with each country at the central bank. That, that That's its individual network. And then those central banks talk to one another through this centralized clearinghouse that is icebreaker. I mean, this stuff isn't rocket science. It's actually quite simple when you just understand the, the plumbing and the mechanics. Project Icebreaker has demonstrated that central banks can implement different technologies for their national CBDC systems that meet their needs and enable cross-border payments with minimal requirements. Further areas of work are still necessary, but the lessons so far can guide central banks when designing their national retail CBDC systems. There you go. And they forgot to add some, I can't believe they forgot some of the best benefits that, that it allows you to, it allows the global elite to micromanage all 8 billion people on earth. What, 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 what better perk, what better benefit than to be able to control the money? He who controls the money controls the world, right? Just think about how much power they didn't even talk about a social credit score. I mean, think about that perk. Think about that benefit. The fact that they could control exactly what you buy and how much you buy. They didn't even talk about the fact that they could start lending money based on narrative and not merit. So the more woke you are, the better chance you are that you the better chance that you get a loan or you get a lower interest rate. They didn't even talk about how they could spy on everybody. They would have everyone's personal information. They would know what you're buying and when. And then if you tried to do something they didn't like, like in the last video, if you call yourself red pill, well, shame on you. We can just freeze your account instantly. Or if you tried to leave the country, how dare you? How dare you try to set up a plan B? Absolutely not. You can leave the country. You can go to Mexico, but your money's staying here, right? In the good hands and the good care of the central bank ledger. See, you guys know all of this. I'm preaching to the choir. You guys understand all the drawbacks, which they would consider benefits. But I think it's, well, obviously they're not going to come right out and say that. But that's what's driving this whole push towards a CBDC. How would this, think about this for a moment. How would this benefit the BIS? If what they're saying, if this is totally benign, that they're just doing this out of the goodness of their heart, and yes, it's true that this gives the central banks and the global elite all the power and the authoritarians. But of course, we're all benign. We're, we're just altruistic. We're just here to do what's best for the citizens of the world. We're, we're just servants of the human race. So just although it is true that this gives us all the power, but you don't have to worry about that. I mean, we're not going to use it for our benefit. No, absolutely not. I mean, yes, it is true that we're all Malthusian and we all believe that 
really there should only be about 500 million people on this planet. We'd like to kill about, uh, I don't know, 7 billion people really fast. It is true that we worship Thanos and we think that's our the, the, the ultimate dream would just be able to snap our fingers and eradicate 7 billion people or at least half the people on the planet. It is true that those are our main objectives, but you can trust us with giving us the power and control over your money and your life. Scary stuff, guys, to say the least, but at least it's all out in the open, like I was saying earlier, for anyone who is willing just to open their eyes and pay attention. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, guys. We'll see you in the next video.